Hey everyone, and welcome back to Practically Zero Waste, a podcast for making zero waste living as practical as possible. I'm your host, Elspeth Callahan, and welcome to our second last episode of the year, all about making the holidays as low waste as possible. I sat down with Jessica Correa of Random Acts of Green again to talk about their Jolly Green holiday challenge for the month of December. We talk low waste tips for everything from trees to gift wrapping to how to talk to family members about your low waste lifestyle. Be sure to find Random Acts of Green's holiday challenge calendar on their website and on their social media and there'll be more information about that at the end of the show. For now, let's celebrate all the joy and warmth of the season without the waste. Let's go. Hi Jessica. Hi Elspeth. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to be back together being able to talk more about Random Acts of Green and also about your Jolly Green Holiday Challenge. What's the title for that again? It's Jolly Green Holiday Challenge. It is our second annual Christmas challenge. It was uh, sort of inspired by our Hello Green and so oh, yeah. it's our second challenge. We ran it last December and I think we talked last January so lots has uh, changed in the past year. I'm excited to be back on the show. Oh it's so good. So um, tell me a little bit of a refresher about, just quickly for anybody who's just starting to listen to the podcast, what is the Random Acts of Green app and what has life been like in the past year? What have you been up to? So Random Acts of Green is a social enterprise. Uh, we are a hybrid between a nonprofit and a for-profit. Uh, our main mission is to encourage individuals and businesses to reduce greenhouse gas emissions through behavior changes. Mm. So those are things like composting, refusing single-use plastics or even carpooling and we like to encourage businesses and our main goal is to prove to people that seemingly small green acts really do add up to make a big collective impact for our planet which is so good that's exactly what we're all about yes oh for sure it's true and i think that yeah a lot of people are feeling that sense of helplessness hopelessness frustration a lot of ecological anxiety that's happening today in the world and we need to work together to showcase that little things do really add up and we need to change the conversation from doom and gloom to hope in action. Yes. So what has happened in the past year? How has Random Acts of Green been doing? So Random Acts of Green has flourished in the past year. Mm-hmm. It's something that uh, I think people need. And I think community engagement is where a lot of the action on climate is not happening. So we okay. need to engage people in new ways. And so uh, this past year, we were funded through Canada's Climate Action Fund, which wow. we're very grateful for. Huge. And Yeah, it was huge. Um, so we were able to you hire a team and take random acts of green across the country and that included hosting presentations about our mobile app which you can download it on google play or the apple store called random acts of green the app basically incentivizes motivates and encourages people Mm -hmm. to log green acts like like i said carpooling or refusing single-use plastics and then they earn what's called a green point and those green points are based on the amount of greenhouse gas emissions that are reduced by those actions and then the user can then redeem those green points for real world discounts on products and services from our participating business members so we went all the way out to Atlantic Canada. We traveled all across the country and went all the way to BC. Um, oh we were gosh. in Alberta. And we were in Winnipeg. Yeah, just just pretty much uh, anywhere that we could um, be in terms of we visited university colleges and campuses. And we spread the movement and the app too as well in, in conjunction with that in different areas. So That's it's really so exciting. Cool. So, That's so yeah, cool. It was
was a lot of fun. So yeah, it's been a great year and a great year to reflect on some of the impact that we've made. Like we hosted some events and like there was a teenager that brought her grandpa uh, to one of the events and he was inspired to eat less meat. Um, And so another girl just was in tears saying like, we really need this. We need to inspire people. So yeah, I think that that community thread that we sewed really went far and it really kind of made people understand that they we do need to act and we all have a part to play. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah. This is just so cool. So and I, I love seeing it grow because like mm-hmm. last year, things yeah. were still like not Small. new, yeah. but smaller. Smaller. And to be able to sure. go across the, con- across the country to for sure. spread the word. That's so It cool. was great. It was a great experience. And yeah, I felt super Canadian after I got back. So, uh, <laughs> so you're Holly Green. No. Oh my gosh. Why can't I say it? You're Jolly Green. I know. I, Jolly I Green Holiday. Too. I'm like Jolly Green Holiday Challenge because <laughs> really nothing else seemed to, to rhyme as well as hello green you know halloween hello green so we're like yeah well jolly green (laughs) there we go there you go it seemed to work so yeah that's how i remember it now can you tell me about the jolly green holiday challenge how many days is it for sure so it is a a 31 day challenge and it's really just a unique fun way to get people engaged with different things they can do for the planet it's a traditional sort of social media challenge with an untraditional twist uh, because we're encouraging people to actually download the app and actually log the actions yes that are on the challenge calendar itself. So we have some fun things like your mean one, Mr. Grinch, uh, stop giving gifts wrapped in single-use plastic, or be a Frosty the Snowman, get outside and compost, or make your own list and check it twice, reduce the amount of car trips that you take, and ensure that you don't forget items when you're driving. So um, these are really fun examples of different things people can do during the winter months. I find as being in the environmental movement and the environmental scene, people a lot of the times feel that green action is something that we do in the summer or the spring and people forget about it, you know, in the winter months during the holidays and um, it kind of just drops down the priority scene. And so we really want to bring it back. And so um, that's kind of what we were really up to. Um, There's lots of different things people can do um, Mm -hmm. during the holiday season. Like um, I know this is a zero waste podcast. So we came up with a couple ideas. Um, Obviously, you know, gift wrapping is a big thing. I don't think people are going to stop giving gifts for Christmas. Definitely um, not. Yeah. And I think that's okay. I don't think we're asking them to either, but I think that, yeah, this whole challenge is definitely to think green yeah. when you're thinking about everything that you're doing, not just this holiday, but the whole winter all year round. For sure. Because the, the challenge is a calendar and you've yep. got every single day of the month of December, you've got a different challenge or a different suggestion. For sure. And hopefully that's just going to do behavior change, yeah. a change habits or challenge your habits for Um, sure and then you can adapt those for the rest of the year so we've got lots of different categories that come with the holidays like gift giving like big feasts lots of people have lots of food potlucks for sure um and uh decorations everything so we'll go through a couple of the different yeah categories i think and then maybe we can for sure yeah so i think like one of the big things um yes you know talking about transportation um you know organizing carpooling to different functions might be good for, for different areas like if you're going to a staff party i know we have a random X green staff party tomorrow. I hope that my staff carpool or find some way to get there all together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, I think people need to remember, like, there's lots of shopping that people do, whether it's online or whether it's at the store. If there's some way, if you are going to go to the store, try to make it local as possible, I think is, is one of the big ones. And mm-hmm. uh, if you are going out and you are taking your vehicle to do so, I always recommend.
recommend doing like having 10 errands that you need to run before you even leave your house right? wow so 10 errands write them all down um if you live in a rural area you likely do this anyways because going into town is like going into town but if you it's live in thing. town right yeah. like and you're just zipping around all the time try to reduce the amount that you drive in your car i think okay. it's a, it's a good That's one a good exa- um, example yeah and i think uh yeah if you are driving i know like we try not to encourage driving but in the winter months some people they do totally drive, right? oh my um, gosh i've been so isolated in my house since the winter has come because we are one car family yeah. my husband takes it to work yeah and i'm at home with my kid and like if i don't leave the house like it's stir crazy so some yeah. days like you do need to get out and yeah, uh totally you know see that and so yeah make use of public transit make use of walking um getting outside but mm-hmm. if you need to drive um ensure that right now um lower temperatures mean that their your tires actually lose their inflation which isn't that good um for driving distances so check them uh frequently also there's the don't let your car idle uh, a lot of people think that you need to warm up your car for like three minutes that's simply not true um 10 seconds to 30 seconds is more than enough and the best way to warm up your car is actually to drive it so that's a common myth and uh Interesting. yeah there's a that common belief that if you idle it or if you turn it off and then restart it you can just drive it 10 seconds keep it warm um and it'll be fine and as you continue to drive so those are good ones yeah i encourage the blanket burrito in the winter so turning down what? the heat <laughs> called a blanket burrito so i encourage people to warm themselves up in a blanket oh my gosh so you just like uh, i'm just picturing like laying the blanket out on the floor starting at one end and rolling yourself up pretty much it. yeah yep. and but you're like, the burrito you're the filling that's <laughs> great but that's such a good one because having this awareness that if it's winter time you do not need to be able to walk around your house in shorts and a t-shirt and flip-flops it, yeah. it should be slippers, sweatpants, sweaters, layers, socks. blankets, socks. I mean, if you right? have a toque on, you know, maybe that is a sign that you're allowed to turn your heat up a degree, but yes. like, oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Try to, you know, reduce it as much as possible. Wear and- a blanket and the random acts of green. You can actually log green points you for can. every degree you have it below 20 degrees Celsius. Yes, you can. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So if you can uh, make that manage, I know my dad was a stickler for that as a kid. Like he never turn up like even to this day like mm-hmm. he never turns up the heat um, and that type of thing and so ensuring that it's it's lower um those are some examples i think too like during the christmas season giving experiences more so than giving gifts yeah let's is go a great through way. like let's go through different categories so sure. how about the category for gift giving what are some suggestions there because people like some people's love languages including like like a lot of family members are gonna Mine be included, like yeah, yeah of course for sure. and like it's really nice to give gifts. That's it some is. ways that people express their affection. And maybe like it just seems like an excessive amount of gifts and you, you're you just like for not sure. feeling that as your love language to give yeah, them, for sure. to receive them. No, so totally. what are some different suggestions for giving gifts and maybe wrapping gifts too? For sure. So I think like the best way, like I said, giving experiences is a great way. Um, you know, going to a play, going to um, mm-hmm. a movie, going to something, getting outside, going across cross-country skiing like a trip or something like uh, really meaningful can actually create memorable experiences with people yes. and it creates more closeness and quality time with that person we're talking about love languages of mm-hmm. course quality time is a big one so giving the gift of some sort time of experience spent time spent together I think is really important and so that's what I'd recommend of course there's other things too like gifts like people that use frequently like socks are one of those items that people kind of go through quite frequently you know sure, or, yeah. I'm even thinking underwear 
underwear, but I, you know, toothbrushes. There you you go. Things people use very frequently, but those are things that people are going to utilize. Whereas uh, giving people another sweatshirt or another t-shirt or something that they, you know what I mean? Like that's just something kind of excessive that they might not need or use. um, I think is, is, uh, you know, we got kind of want to steer away from in a lot of cases. So like giving gifts that are going to be highly utilized, like if someone doesn't have a a snow brush, you know, like those are things that are going to last a long time. That person's going to use them. Like think about practical gifts. And Um, thoughtful ones too, right? So like you have noticed that this person doesn't have a snow brush or that this person um, has holes in their socks. And so a friend of mine was just saying that like at the last time she had like this meetup with all of her friends, she noticed that every single one in their group had holes in their socks. And so uh, for their gift exchange, their secret Santa exchange, she has brought socks to the table. And they'll be used, right? You know, something like, or, or even like, you know, if we want to talk about green gift giving, like, I mean, there are gifts, like if someone's always having a paper cup, like maybe give them a reusable mug, uh, yeah. you know, stuff like that, right? Like hint, hint, like you could probably use this. Um, or like if you're, exactly. So talking about if you are trying to think of gifts that are not only good for the planet, but are specific to different people, you know, like Jessica loves coffee. And so get her like yeah, something that she needs. Coffee, exactly. You know, box um, somewhere. Yeah. Or like know that that like this person really loves I'm terrible at thinking yeah. of examples on oh. this podcast but like so you're yeah. not just saying here's a gift because I love you yeah. here's a gift that you're gonna like because yeah. it's all of your interests sure. and then also for it's sure. sustainable. I think so. With kids, that whole giving experiences, like giving piano lessons or giving something that they've totally. really wanted, like let's go to this play place or yeah. let's go and have a date. Like as grandparents giving yeah. gifts like that too. Um, my For parents sure. last year gave something that was like a choose your own adventure to all of their grandkids. Aww. So they could yeah. come and visit for the weekend Aww. and there was adventure bucks and they got to like choose from a That's list of cool. activities. I and, love like, that. It was such a nice, thoughtful gift. Like I thought that was the most brilliant thing for so sure. yeah anyway yeah great ideas more stuff, so. for sure Ex- exactly and I think you know I read something the other day that said like you know I don't really I don't remember what I got when I was six years old I don't remember what I got when I was four right like I remember the smell of Christmas morning my dad making waffles mm. I remember the memories that my parents created and the magic that was there before a gift was even open right yeah. like so think about what that means and think about how that impacts people to make decisions the gift giving doesn't necessarily have to just be stuff then wrapping um yes wrapping gifts too lots of excess like every time there's a big gift exchange with one side of my family it's just so much wrapping paper all in a big garbage bag and it just goes out on the curb and that just drives me nuts (laughs) me too and you know it it is cultural it is hard like because you know you and I are not going to give excessive wrapping but our family and friends are sometimes more challenging to convince yeah. um, in some ways. It sometimes is challenging to approach our families and, and encourage a new way of giving, I think. Um, but I think someone has to kind of speak up yeah. and, uh, you so know, say something. I last year started um, sending out an email a couple weeks before um, yeah. my family Christmases Christmas. yeah. and said, like, here's a bunch of ways that you can not 
yeah. need to buy any wrapping paper. Don't That's a great use, idea. Yeah, like yeah. you can, you know, if you need to have some sort of bow or decoration, you can use greenery or yeah. you can use something natural. Or, or... re-gift something. Like, so that's something too, like I still, and people gave me a gift, you know, mm-hmm. and like it was in a bag and I was like, oh crap. So I, I didn't want to reject it <laughs> because that's mean. Um, but like, what I did, I'm just going to keep, so I've got a stockpile now of yeah. just like random gift bags that yeah. people give me or that, I don't even know how we accumulate them, but we do. And so, you know, giving that stuff mm-hmm. back, you know, or re-gifting it. And mm-hmm. so I think what I'm going to do this year is right at the bottom of these gift bags. And it's going to say, instead of like, please recycle, it's going to say, please re-gift, you know, like in brackets, oh, right? Please so reuse. That, please yeah. reuse it and give That's it great. to somebody else, right? So that the lifetime yeah. of that bag is extended however many times that it gets used, yeah. right? So My friend was telling me about how she saw in stores like reusable gift bags. Yeah. And I was thinking how every gift bag is technically reusable. Totally. Like, totally. Unless it could go forever. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Because like, like one person's going to get it and that person's going to pass it to somebody else and then it's just going to keep going. Like you could just like, like it could be like the sisterhood of the traveling re-gift bag or whatever, <laughs> right? Like, because it's going to go forever basically, right? Exactly. Like if you yeah. Keep, so yeah, like ensuring that. And yeah, I think it, it is, like I said, culturally, it's a thing. Giving gifts, like my mom, she loves that, right? And like yeah. that's her expression. And so, you know, finding other ways to make it look beautiful but maybe not as wasteful um can be a challenge but I think it's something that we need we all need to be encouraging because yeah I think that I had a statistic here (laughs) saying that Canadians will send a hundred thousand elephants worth of wrapping paper to the dump this year and Christmas presents are a big culprit Zero Waste Canada um, estimates each Canadian tosses about 50 kilograms of garbage over the holidays, 25% more uh, than the rest of the year, thanks to the purchase of 3,000 tons of foil, 2.6 billion Christmas cards, and 6 million rolls of tape. (laughs) So yeah, that's according to the Zero Waste Canada group. Um, Kind of crazy. And so... I mean, I believe it. Like after a single Christmas gift exchange and you cut out a whole bag of garbage or like one one potluck on paper and plastic plates and it's all in the garbage you're just like oh my gosh it hurts it does right and so that's why like yeah like reusable bags or finding like i said it is one of those cultural things to make it look pretty but we we need to find Mm -hmm. ways that it can be i'm having a dilemma of do i post pictures of all of my neatly wrapped presents which are in like upcycled paper um or fabric scraps and stuff but like is it gonna give it away to the people that they're for are they gonna like see Ah. them and be like oh i see you're getting me this for Christmas oh. so I probably will post probably pictures of it after. with just some tips yeah there you go good call yeah so, newspapers another one too I mean like calendars but, I've heard somebody say go. they use their calendar from the year to like yeah. wrap I was like, that's, that's a great that's idea. brilliant right yeah. so other categories like food what are some tips for reducing food waste over the holidays what can we do to avoid that so yeah one of the big celebrations of the holidays is food Mm -hmm. and so lots of people host different potlucks different celebrations and a lot of it revolves around bringing a dish and so when you think about it um if you have 15 people coming to a potluck 
each person is usually going to bring um, a dish for 15 people, right? right? And so if you do the math on that, if everybody brings a dish for 15 people, then really we're making enough food for 200 people, right? Think That's about crazy. how much how much waste would be there. Right? And so we need to be thinking, okay, not everyone is going to take, because there's so much food, not everyone's going to take a massive serving, whatever dish you brought. They may just take a little bit because they want to try everyone else's. So probably bringing something smaller is okay, right? You yeah. obviously want to bring enough so that people eat, especially if it's a main dish. But at the same time, you know, I'm even thinking about like our staff party, like I'm making a whole bunch of cookies. Like, is everyone going to eat 10 cookies? Like, I don't think so. I mean, Maybe two, three. You could you know? try, but like that seems excessive. It is, right? And so thinking about that formula and going, okay, well, I don't think everyone's going to eat that much, mm -hmm. especially when they have all this other food with it because everyone's required to bring a dish, right? Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, I think that's important. And then obviously always bringing like backup if you can eat those leftovers, bringing reusable containers to any potluck. To bring things home. Exactly. In. Oh, I love that. Exactly. Yeah. So and you can bring several containers that like maybe you don't, you're not worried about getting back and then them away. hand them away and Absolutely. people can use them that's to get brilliant. Yeah, home. for sure. Um, and I think that's, yeah, a really good tip too, right? I mean, so everybody brought a dish with food in it. So if you yeah. bought a dish, then you could just fill it up with leftovers Whatever. and take it home. Exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I think, yeah, those things are really important and, um, ensuring that, uh, yeah, we minimize waste. We encourage, um, leftovers. And then our, um, staff party, I'm using this as an example because mm. it's, you know, it's on Thursday is going to, we're making all of the main meals vegetarian or vegan. Amazing. And so, um, that's a transition that, um, me and my staff are all trying to make together because lots of us grew up with meat and potato diet. So we started with the meatless Mondays. We're transitioning to more plant-based diets, but those Amazing. things take time. And so we don't like to tell people like, Oh, overhaul your diet and all over. Like, no, um, just, just do it in baby Random steps yeah. and just make it happen. Right. And so that transition takes people time. Um, and I, I do think we all need to be transitioning to eating less meat. It's healthy for us. It's better yeah. for the planet, you know, so do it at your pace, but yeah. still try it out, um, mm -hmm. and give it a shot. So we're doing that this week. And so I would recommend researching different vegan and vegetarian dishes. Mm -hmm. There's lots of good stuff. There's like a bad myth that vegan and vegetarian food is like bleh and it doesn't taste as good and it's not as flavorful. Like that is That's so not, not true. true. Like so not true. Like I have had so many awesome like black bean burgers and so many awesome yeah. other dishes. And if are you take there. your favorite dish, I mean, other than maybe a burger, but like if you take your favorite dish that normally just has meat in it yeah. and make it without the meat, it's going to yeah. taste good. Totally. And yeah. I think like we need to like keep an 80-20 rule. Like if, you know, for the holidays, like turkey is a big thing, right? And so if you're feeling really uncomfortable with going completely plant-based, then mm -hmm. then do it the other way. Eat plant-based majority of the time and then eat meat once in a while, right? So that you can have meat on these special occasions. Like it doesn't have to be an all or nothing type of transition. Mm -hmm. I think that people need to um, understand that, but you know, on the day to day on your groceries, don't, don't bring it home. Right. And then when you're going to a potluck, try to make a conscious effort to eat plant-based or to eat some sort of vegetarian yeah. or vegan meal. It's, you know, that's going to be okay. And then, so yeah, I think that that is a big thing. It's a big cultural shift that I think needs to happen. But when there, there are meals like turkey meals and that type of thing, then it, it can be challenging, but you know, it's not impossible. A lot of families are transitioning together. Yeah. And I think that that's a, a step in the right direction. That's so, so great. And if you bring something to a potluck mm -hmm. that is vegetarian or vegan. And people then, love it. <laughs> well, and people love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like also, if you 
are worried about like consuming meat and other things yeah then at least you have brought something yeah. that is vegetarian absolutely yeah. absolutely and like i said like if it is the one-off time that you know like some people are talking about being a flexitarian so they're doing it basically where they don't bring meat home and they don't eat it on a regular basis but the christmas or the holiday meals they'll eat it right yeah. and so you know if that's your if that's the way that you want to do it some people will say you know, quit cold turkey for lack of pun, um, but you know what I mean? So uh, that type of thing you can do, but yeah, I think doing what works for you um, is really important. So don't tell people what to do, inspire them, not judge them has always been our mantra. So don't judge people for something, but yeah. encourage them and, uh, you know, work together, I think is, is important. So yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. The other idea that I've had for big Christmas parties is trying to, like if you have a compost system yeah. at your home, yeah. trying to offer to take home the compost yeah. because I was at our feast day of Our Lady of Guadalupe mm -hmm. uh, and so we had a big potluck mm. and was able to like sneak in all oh. of the uh, reusable cutlery and reusable cups and nice. some of the plates were able to be replaced. Most of them were paper. But I was able to take home the compost that day oh. and that felt good because otherwise all of that food waste yeah, that we're sure. talking about like after a potluck if everybody's just scraping their half-eaten yeah. plate Oh, into the garbage yeah. it drives me nuts it um, is frustrating That's if there's sure. an opportunity yeah. in one of your Tupperware containers that you've brought yeah. with you to yeah. clear some the... of the plates um, yeah. into yeah I would definitely encourage that especially if you have compost at your home and it's easy for you one of my good favorites. tip I like that parties um, gift exchanges ugly Christmas sweaters all of those uh, like yeah. weird traditions and stuff that lots of people feel that they have to um buy new in order to participate i just yeah like, it's a huge market now i mean like go to any walmart or giant tiger or wherever it's like all pushing the ugly christmas sweater but and it's all fast fashion and it there's is. no need like it i think that started because people were wearing just colorful bright um, sweaters um, and we're wearing them and then this trend of ugly Christmas sweaters yeah, came really, along it really just and it's just up. exploded it really yeah. has and it's it really all has. fast fashion it is it's just atrocious anyway so on that note I just want to encourage people to like as much as possible do second hand for sure they yeah feel like they have to make a purchase of stuff yes and like I don't know like I have worn my same ugly Christmas sweater like maybe I'm boring but for like at least five years well like, I think we need to spell that myth yeah because it's about like it's like you people forgot wear... I wore it last year so I'm gonna wear it again <laughs> okay maybe like this year it's getting a little bit you know people no now know. way I um, love it I think it's like... whatever <laughs> I still have it, so I've been using it. And so, yeah, but I mean, if I do need to buy one because maybe it has, you know, maybe people are getting bored of seeing it. I don't think that's true, though. Is anyone staying up late at night wondering, oh, Jessica wore the same ugly sweater that she wore last year? Like, no, <laughs> right? So no one really cares. And um, yeah, I could wear different pants with it. I could like wear a hat with it. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's other ways to spice it up if you really need to do that. If you're right? worried about so, that. Yeah, I think yeah. That there's that uh, like idea that you can't wear the same thing like to yeah, multiple parties and like you know you feel self-conscious maybe but at the same time like no like you just said you. you can dress it differently and yeah, yeah everything's gonna be okay yeah, yeah. probably and no so one noticed the idea of of reducing our consumption in that department just feels like an easy decision to make it is for sure and like yeah i mean like i'd say like 95 percent of the clothes that i have are from the thrift shop oh, right yeah. and so yeah yeah exactly <laughs> right like 
you know, it's like, it is what it is. And so definitely need to change that stigma, but it is a hard one to change. I think it needs to be done at a young age. People need to adopt that mindset very early um, because it's, you know, when like kids are young, they get this thing that, oh, it's icky and it smells weird and whatever else. Like, no, it doesn't. When you wash it, it's going to be new again. But, you know, (laughs) I've met people like even like, you know what? Fine. If they don't want to do that, then do something else. Right. Like that's the whole thing with random acts of green. So like this whole list of ideas and tips. Yeah. If one of them doesn't work for you, then choose something else. A big question for a lot of people is Christmas trees. What do I do? Real or fake? Yeah, there's a lot of debate about this. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what you know we've done some research on it and uh it is it is a really tricky one because there's not really like a concrete answer so i'm kind of like hesitant to like give the listeners one but i will give both options the options i will give the options right um you know there's lots of different controversy about this um Mm -hmm. but a lot of leaning toward the potted tree is probably the best answer so trying to find a tree that you can replant later is really great artificial trees must be kept for at least 10 plus years um sourcing them secondhand or donated is a great way obviously um if you are doing the artificial tree i know that my family has had the same artificial tree for like 30 years yeah Great, right? So that that's a great option. Um, the living tree, um, there's lots of debate about it because there are some sustainable tree farms that will plant trees and then they'll replant them every year and they'll mm. replenish them. I don't, th- I don't really like the living tree option, like the the um, potted plant. Yeah, sorry, no, I like the potted plant. I mean, like actually just chopping one down and oh, then just like kind of, a, yeah, a live like tree. a regular live tree. Don't like that option necessarily, but I have heard that there are lots of farmers that can do it in a sustainable way. So I wouldn't like completely kibosh it. I would just do your research if you, um, but I would recommend that potting it and then replanting it is probably better. Yeah. So I've heard that the amount of time that that tree has spent yes. being alive yes. has done a lot of good work and then, and then cutting it down no and if I you agree. compost it. Ooh, yes. I just hit my mic. Oh, so fine. the other thing you said about how it has to, you have to own a dis, not the, artificial the artificial tree. tree for like 10 years plus, in order like to plus, what? Plus. In order, sorry. Um, so the life cycle analysis on that tree, the amount of energy, the amount that went into actually producing oh. that tree, it will actually offset it. If you keep it for a very very long time okay. so um, using it and using it like i said or buying it used is better like if it's donated or something getting that one because then you're extending that tree's life for another however amount that's of years. great so okay using it until it cannot be used anymore do not go out and buy like a brand new tree when there's probably some at the thrift store or one that could be donated to you or even like Facebook marketplace or wherever you get your used stuff, check it out because there's probably another tree. Like I think so too. And I think that whatever your current situation is, if you um, currently do not own any sort of artificial tree, then look for it used. If you do own an artificial tree, then use it as long as possible. I have an artificial tree and like, I mean, I've had it for like, I think my parents said we don't use this one take it and I said okay so that's the one I've been using right yeah so, for um, years yeah. and then if you have like we had a potted tree yeah, that great. we used for yeah. a couple of years yeah. um oh, and that's so uh, nice. 
It's adorable. It's yeah. a Norfolk pine, though. So I've found that Norfolk pines in Canada do not... You can't put them outside yeah. um, in so the winter. So it has to be an indoor plant. Um, but like, yeah. if you're down with that, then they're adorable. That's great. I love indoor plants. And that's another great gift idea, too. It's like you're <sighs> looking for a gift idea, give someone a plant or some sort of tree or something, that's right? Isn't that a good idea? idea? Yeah. yeah. Cool. So, there you go. so I think that, yeah, having the, the few different options, a potted plant of some kind. I mean, like... We, uh, some friends and I did a bunch of live wreath making. And so you just had a bunch of like okay. um, branches and you make them into oh, a, a Christmas wreath. Oh, all of cool. the leftover branches from that I made into a garland. And I have nice. the garland with all of my decorations out of reach oh, of my one-year-old. Wow. Um, so like that's, yeah. that's instead of kind of a Christmas tree this yeah. year, we have that. Nice. Um, and if you decide to not have a Christmas tree, yeah. that is also That is also cool. Okay. Yeah. You could also just put like a little tiny branch in a mason jar with some water and ta-da. Yeah. Ta-da, it's done. Apartment size, yeah. tiny living. There yeah. you go. I want to go back to like the blanket burrito and turning down the heat <laughs> and just like things like that beyond Christmas, beyond the holidays, beyond whatever. Like going into winter in Canada, what Ooh. other tips or in the States, wherever it's winter for you now and it's actually cold, how can we be more mindful of energy consumption? Are there simple ways that we can kind of insulate our house better, insulate ourselves better so that we're not... Yeah. Um, like and not wasting electricity yeah Um, i'm trying to think of just things along those lines yeah so i think yeah getting some sort of like home assessment to ensure that your house is insulated properly Mm -hmm. is a great example um draft stoppers yeah exactly draft stoppers ensuring that you're not leaving your front door open like i know that my no offense to my partner, but he's really bad for that. He just like lets the dog out of the door still open. I'm like, close the door because the heat's getting lost, right? We're not heating the whole right? neighborhood. Yeah. Totally, right? So, <laughs> you know, those types of things, yeah, are important. It's really simple or it seems really simple. Yeah, make sure the lights are turned off when you go out. Um, Christmas lights are another one too where, you know, unplug them when you can. Yeah, I mean, they don't use that much energy, but still, you know, if you're not using it or whatever, yeah. make sure it's unplugged. One, and I think people need to be mm-hmm. more mindful of, of how much energy they're using, how much it's taking to heat their water. Um, there's also you can wrap your water heater with an insulating blanket um, which oh, helps um, yeah. reduce heat losses by 30 40% wow that's um, a lot yeah it is that's a green act you can log on the app so if you don't have that maybe um, you know not just making you a blanket burrito but making your um, hot water, water heater, heater um, <laughs> you know with a hot water insulating blanket is an important one things about like I guess just going back to the whole like this is such a big to do oh, yeah. list in a it way is. of all the different options for people can do like reducing our waste and like but the whole mantra of random acts of green is just that's just it random acts as opposed to like overhauling your entire life and having this huge systematic change in in your own domain like yes the world does need system change but but while we're waiting for that to happen or taking action for that to happen we got to do the little everyday things for sure i agree and i think that a lot of people kind of miss that um, or a lot of, you know, environmentalists, sometimes I, I feel miss that. They're like, all right, we need governments, we need corporations, we need every one of the big players to change everything um, right now. And I think that people kind of miss it because corporations are profiting off of us. Like mm-hmm. that's that's how they that's how they make businesses is, is, is 
people, right? Yeah, so um, corporations and governments, they're all just conglomerates of people. And so at the end of the day, what do we really need to change really comes down to people. It's our mindset. It's people within those corporations, within governments. It's, mm-hmm. it's the people that really make changes. And it's mass amounts of people making changes that are going to make those differences. You know, if I look at a big ship and... You know, how long is it going to take to turn that ship around? It's going to take some time, right? So if you're going to wait four to six years for a big ship like the government or for um, who, you know, they are making changes, you know, and and so government corporations, you're going to, you're going to look at that and be like, okay, that's not going to, that's not going to be quick. But if you look at you and your little canoe, um, you could probably change that pretty quickly and you can make those actions, right? So yeah, and I think people need to get that. And so everyone in their canoes can probably switch the direction or change it or at least, you know, rotate it in some way a lot faster than these big massive ships and I think that it is happening right like you see lots of big companies like mm-hmm. I mean who knew KFC would release like a, a plant-based chicken um <laughs> you know and I'm just like you know what I mean? so it's happening where yeah. they're listening and they will listen and it will happen but we need to keep putting pressure we need to keep taking action we need to raise our voices we need to vote with our wallets in a lot of ways of where yeah. we're spending our dollars yeah. um where consumer spending is going because at the end of the day um we are propping up the corporations at the end of the day, right? And I think Mm -hmm. people need to realize that. Maybe not enough action or as quickly as we'd like to see. But um, still, it's happening. It's happening. And And so it's got to continue. And it's going to continue. And uh, I can only see it continue. Like, I can even see the trend in banning single-use plastics. I mean, if you're anyone in the environmental industry, you see the trends happening, right? You see it going, oh, everyone's listening. Everyone's going, oh, we can't use these things. We don't want single-use plastics. They're starting to listen. They're starting to wake up. And they're starting to wake up to our demands and mm-hmm. so we, yeah anyways I could go on for that but yeah uh, but it's people yeah. <laughs> it's people that make the change yeah and it's people at all different levels so yeah. the system change will come by Absolutely. changing individuals and yeah. like that's and our lifestyles thing. right yeah. if we want a different outcome right than the system then we need to be prepared to adopt different mindsets to vote with our consumer dollars in different ways right so we we need to be making those sacrifices and those shifts of course over time but you know we can make them a lot faster than um some of these bigger companies can make them they have a lot of decision making to go through they've got boards and like how many people (laughs) does it take to to get something approved right like there's lots that they need to do same with governments right and it's like that's okay, And right? it's not on everyone's radar. Like, yeah, everybody totally. listening to this podcast is going to be a little bit more interested or aware of these totally. things. But, like, you're going to have conversations with people this holiday um, where you're meeting up with family and they are not going to even acknowledge that climate change is a thing or at least a man-made thing. Yep. Um, like, you can have any conversation with somebody who's, like, denying climate change. But, like, the people who have... It just hasn't even crossed their minds. Yeah. Like, they've heard about it more in the news lately. But, like, yeah. it's not something that they're really thinking about much say to them like or, or even just to live by yeah. example so you have brought yes. your own dishes to a potluck just in case they have only yeah. disposable plates and totally. disposable cutlery yeah you show up and you're eating off of this nice dinnerware and people are like "Ooh, why did you bring that yeah oh now here's all the chance to everybody wants conversation. it right? yeah for sure or yeah. like wrapping things in reused papers or uh, yeah. newspaper or something like that 
opens up the conversation um, easily. And yeah, or say, hey, look at my potted tree that I have as my Christmas tree. Less aggressive, right? And it's allowing people to ask questions and letting them come to you and that type of thing. And like, yeah, I mean, I I do that all the time. I mean, like I got, I'm living uh, in in a space and uh, previously I had this one roommate that just like kept bringing home single use plastic bags. I never said a word and I just kept using my reusable bags and over time, finally, he came up to me and said, you know, I finally switched to reusable bags. I never said anything. I never said, literally, I never was like, you shouldn't use those. I don't know what clicked, but yeah. it just eventually he was like, oh, I shouldn't be using these. And yeah, then it was just like leading by example, role modeling. Um, sometimes it has an impact and a yeah. bigger impact than you realize. And a gentler, kinder impact, especially with family. Yeah. Everybody's really tense over the holidays for some yeah, reason. So if sure. you're at some sort of family gathering and all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, Elspeth, you're you're yeah. really eco-friendly. Uh, I have a question for you. How do I, you uh, know, skip the plastic the wrap or something? <laughs> or, yeah. you know, do we have actually, maybe I'll insert this back earlier when we were talking about food, but like plastic wrap. Um, lots of people do big trays of food and oh, stuff yeah. and just like cover things with plastic wrap. What are your like top three things for like oh, replacing plastic wrap? Uh, well, the beeswax wraps are a great one. Yeah. Um, tins, right? Like what about those reusable um, cookie tins? tins? Yeah. And then just taking them out and putting them on the platter. You don't really need... You oh yeah, really need the plastic, right? So yeah. Like, why is that even there? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Or like tea that. towels. Often a tea towel is good enough to like cover up yeah, what you're doing. Yeah, um, for sure. Or, yeah, containers. Yeah, like because those those cookie like jar things, or even like a mason jar, right? Like just put them in there and then make yeah, them look pretty. Yeah, if you're bringing later. like a like a casserole or something yeah. to something, then you are able to like just cover it, or if yeah. there's a lid, or yeah. I don't know, put like a big cutting board over top or something. Yeah. Just like there's just, ways to avoid it for yeah. sure. Sure. Lots of little single-use things like that where you're yeah. just kind of like, but what what would I use instead of tape? Like, I don't understand how you wrap something in newspaper without tape. Well, you could use twine. You could yeah, just, you could. like... I haven't even thought about it. I usually get bags. In. Like, I'm big on the reuse. Just give a bag. Like, a reusable bag or yeah. something, like, that you already have. So, like, wrapping it, I don't know, it just stresses me out. So, I'm just like, I'm just going to put this thing in a bag. <laughs> it's gonna fit that's awesome that's it like and it's gonna be just a bag that i got from someone else and, and you have written on, on with like a sharpie that says reuse me there you indefinitely. go definitely yeah. there you go that's merry christmas exactly. never yeah. throw this bag out because it and i'm gonna put a random axe of green you know like sticker little sticker on, on and be like listen like, this thing is getting reused so, Which is yeah. nice because sometimes I have this big stack of gift bags and tissue paper and stuff. Yeah. And I do want to set the example of using reusable products or yeah. reusable gift wrap ideas or, yeah. you know, low waste ideas. What are you going to do with all that stuff? So what do I do with it all? So Don't to write... I don't think so. <laughs> no, yeah. So to, thr- to write on it yeah. uh, saying like, this has yeah. been reused like nine times yeah. or whatever already. It'll um, inspire people probably. It'll be yeah. like, whoa, I'm going to pass this thing on. That's a good idea. Yeah. Maybe I'll do that. Yeah, Good yeah. one. For sure. Cool. Yeah. Anything else that we want to... Any other Christmas tips? I, I mean, think, yeah. Christmas. Check out our Jolly Green Holiday yes. Challenge. It has a lot of different things that people can do. Where can people find this? On social media, Instagram or Facebook or our website. And even our app has it, I think, listed in there. Great. So check it out. Download the app. Check it out. Join the Random Max Screen community. We're mm-hmm. very 
um, uplifting group, um, very community oriented and love to have more people join in on totally, different things yeah. that they can do and share their experiences. Taking action, right? Taking the, that step. If you have that sense of logical grief or anxiety, uh, um, putting some stuff into action, I think is it's really going to make important. you feel better. And yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. And don't feel overwhelmed. Don't think that you like, e- even me, I mean, like people always ask me like, you know, how do you do everything? I'm like, I don't like I that's that's the truth like I don't do everything and I can't do everything but I do everything in my power and I really understood that nothing it you know changes that quickly even in your own life like yes you can make changes but like you can start with one thing right like give up single-use plastic bottles forever yeah. remember your reusable mug forever right remember your reusable shopping bags forever or like, like for the master those least, things yeah. right yeah like start mastering like one by one and mm-hmm. take those things off your like you know so then you can go okay now let's switch all right now i'm not going to do fast fashion anymore i'm just going to buy from the thrift shop so over time you're going to start seeing that you will switch your habits mm-hmm. and it will happen right um try the meatless mondays like okay maybe that's your new year's resolution right like start yeah. with, with one thing then, then master that one thing and then transition to something else. And right. So at, over time, look at them like projects, look at them like little things. Think of it like working out, right? Like, you know, mm-hmm. you have to think of it like, you know, once you get something, you'd start something else and more so, goals. And yeah, stuff, yeah. Yeah. And just do it as, as much as you can. Um, and continue, like once you've done one thing, like stop complaining, there's nothing you can do. And like, yes, if you can't afford a Tesla or put solar panels on your roof, like I'm not asking you to do that. Right. Like if you don't have a composter, maybe you install a backyard composter this year, maybe that's your project. Mm-hmm. Right. And so looking at it like that, um, I think looking at what's achievable, what actually can you do, yeah. make a list of those things and then start taking them off one by one. You don't even have to make a list because if you go to the random acts of green app, we it's are all there. All it's there for sure. It's so, awesome. Yeah. Amazing. Thank Yay. you, Jessica. And You're very welcome. I hope you have a really happy holiday. Yes. Happy jolly your... green holidays. Yes. Holiday cheer to everybody. <laughs> and hopefully people are thinking about some green acts they can do this Christmas season. So thank you. Thank you. Thanks again for listening, everyone. If you'd like to hear more from Jessica and Random Acts of Green, you can go to their website, raog.ca, or find them on social media at Random Acts of Green. Be sure to download their app and log your green actions this holiday to earn some green points. You can find it in the App Store and on Google Play. If you enjoyed today's episode, you'd probably also like episode 19, where I chatted last January with Jessica about Random Acts of Green, and episode 55, Zero Waste Swaps. You can find both of those in our archives on all the major podcast platforms. And if you've been enjoying the show, we'd love to hear from you. So leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening today. I would love to see also what you're doing this holiday to reduce waste. So share your success stories with me on Instagram at practically zero waste pod or send an email to practically zero waste at gmail.com. That's all for now. Have a jolly green holiday, everyone, and talk to you very soon.